Hello, everybody. This is Mark Guy with the podcast, Speak Brave podcast, and I have a special session today. I have a special guest, Hashim Francis. He is a CEO of Built to Prosper Companies, and he has some kernels of wisdom that he'd like to share with the audience of Speak mm. Brave. And uh, why don't you get started right away? Mark, I appreciate the opportunity on being on the podcast. Speak Brave, you know, that's a great concept because everyone needs to develop those skills to be able to speak bravely in building their business or if they're in terms of leadership, they need to be able to speak bravely. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Hashim, I want to ask you a question. Yes. So how did you become who you are now and what, what, what was the road that you've taken and how, how did you end up doing what you're doing right now? Tell us a little background. Absolutely. Well, currently as the CEO of Built to Prosper Companies, mm-hmm. I didn't just wake up as an entrepreneur. You know, I mm-hmm. have a family that's uh, many entrepreneurs. My father owned a business store. Oh, really? Uh, wow. Grocery okay. store, restaurants, mm-hmm. and okay. apartment buildings in Queens, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandfather owned funeral homes in different lands in South Carolina. So from there, I learned about entre- entrepreneurship. I worked for my father for a little bit. Uh, okay. He never paid me. So I said, um, I have to start my own business. But it was something he was trying to teach me uh-huh. in the process. Right. I was going to inherit the business. Right. So me eating the profits from the business would do a disservice to the business. So, I didn't learn that until I was much older. So you were the apprentice, and you exactly. started um, since you were a baby? I, no, probably around 9, 10. You know, start old. stacking cans, going okay. out with them to okay. pick okay. up supplies, candy right. for the store. You know, when right. you're 9 or 10, you're going to buy Snickers from a wholesaler to bring it to the store. You want to eat a couple Snickers. That's right. That's and right. He and, didn't like that. And, and the time that you spent, was that in New York? New York City, yes. That's I'm, from where, Bro- I'm from Brooklyn, New York. That's where your roots are, right? Exactly, yes. This is, this yes. Is where, but where do you live now, and what are you? I'm currently in Orlando. Florida. Okay. I love it here. Uh, been here for about 12 years now. We brought our okay. business here. Okay. Still have business partners in New York City, have a couple mm-hmm. business partners in uh, South Carolina as well and yeah. different parts of the country. So uh, and, we're growing. And I understand you have a business partner. That, yes. Okay. Can you tell us more about this and how this relationship works and what can uh, we learn from it that you can tell us? Well, my business partner, I've been married to my business partner for 17 years. Uh, we didn't start out as business together. She, were a, she was a school teacher at right. the time, mm-hmm. uh, working in high school. I was in the financial arena, working yes. uh, training financial advisors how to build model portfolios. Okay. From there, we decided that in order to build a legacy, we need to have ownership. She comes from a family of real estate investors. 99% of her family owns building, apartment buildings, and everything. So Mm -hmm. her goal was, I need to be a business owner as well. My family, entrepreneurs as well. Mm -hmm. So we decided to come together within uh, five years of our marriage to start our own business. Wow. Okay. And do you have children, right? Yes, we have two. Our additional business partners, my 14-year-old <laughs> daughter, India, my 10-year-old uh, daughter, Savannah. So they all okay. are a part of the business. Okay. Anytime we do business events, anytime we do go on any business meetings, we make sure they're there so they can understand the ropes of the business. Okay. Hashim, what is the most exciting project that you're working on right now? What, is, what are you most excited and what is your what, what drives you as far as the uh, your entrepreneurial drive? Well, the most excited project we're working on now is the Built to Prosper magazine, okay. uh, which is an international magazine working okay. with uh, several business partners and we actually purchased uh, an existing magazine company, okay. changed the name to Built to Prosper magazine okay. wow. so it can reach towards entrepreneurs and leaders. 
So that's something that I, I it was a great drive. Okay. A company was having some financial difficulties and someone okay. brought the opportunity to me. So okay. we decided to buy the company. Okay. And is there a subscription base? And how, how, yeah. how is this magazine being delivered to your readers? And well, it's, it's delivered physically and it's okay. also uh, electronically as well. So they can okay. go to builttoprosper.com and okay. be able to su- subscribe to the magazine as well. What have you learned? What was the biggest lesson that you have learned from the acquisition of this magazine and rebranding it that uh. you can distill to other entrepreneurs uh, that they can take for their business? Well, first thing I learned is you want to look at all the numbers when you acquire a business okay. and make sure when you build, when you're taking over a new business, no one has equity ownership in that business and the okay. person that's selling you the business have full authorization to sell you that business or you can end up in legal disputes. But okay. fortunately, we was on a nice end of um, working with the people that own the magazine. We was able to build a clear buyout, no problem. Mm-hmm. But the the thing we learned most was the advertising piece of it. Okay. Tell That's me a more. big piece of the okay. business. When you're running a magazine, you have to find advertisers right. to advertise right. in your magazine. Okay. For us, it became about who do we want to advertise. It wasn't about someone just saying, hey, I want to advertise in your magazine. We wanted okay. to be selective because we wanted to make sure it reaches our core audience, our brand, okay. make sure it's adding value to the people we serve. So that's what it was more about. So who is your ideal customer in Built to Prosper magazine, and how well, do they find you, and what is the value you provide? Is, is that a weekly magazine, monthly magazine, uh, it's a quarterly? Quarter, we, we do quarterly because okay. we focus on okay. things and business change so frequently, so you want to make yeah. sure you're providing the right information. So we do a quarterly-based okay. magazine. Uh, we focus mostly on businesses, entrepreneurs, and leaders, and okay. a financial piece as well. Okay. And we just added a health component as well because as we travel Health around, component? Yes. Okay, why is that Teaching important? on health because we find that a lot of entrepreneurs are unhealthy. Okay. They work so much in their business, they're not taking care of their body. Are you saying that they substituting their time for income and they just exactly. or they don't know how to manage time is that what what, what, when what you, is the um, when you live out of a hotel when you live out of a hotel as most entrepreneurs when they build and they on the road so much yeah. they eat a lot of fast food yeah. they start to look unattractive you know but they make a lot of money but they look very unattractive and by the time they realize that their health is out of order it's too late so all the money they earn is going back to helping them rebuild their health. So what is the solution that you offering? That what is, what is the solution to this pain point that you have? Another thing is we purchased a company uh, that was a health company and we changed the name to the Joy of Healthy Living. Okay. It focuses on eating fruits and vegetables, getting okay. enough sleep, drinking water. Okay. Making sure you're taking up enough time for yourself to sit back and relax and okay. you know gain that focus for your business. Okay. I understand. So let me ask you a question. Um, I understand you you have several businesses, right? It's, it's yeah, this I, is not just one. Right. No, we own That's several it. companies. Okay. And how do you manage it all? How do you manage it all? Do you outsource? Where do you find help? How do you make sure that the people right fit for you and yeah. for your business partner? Because that's very important. And how well, do you train? Well, it's good. It's yeah. all about leadership. Okay. Finding good leaders. Uh, okay. Every business we own, some companies you'll never know I own because I'll never put my face on it. Okay. You'll never see my name attached to it. Okay. I'll hire a CEO, that okay. person will run the company. Okay. I don't need my face on everything. It took me years to come from behind the curtain to let people know I own businesses. We met right. with a marketing firm, yeah. and they said, if you really want to build your business, you have to get into the branding aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And that's when we came from behind the curtain and started to show our faces. So we okay. started to do the, do the things that we really didn't want to do. We just wanted to be business owners and build, build, build. Yeah. But he said, if you wanted to build a legacy, yeah. That's when it started to make sense that we have to show our faces. I have a question. What is a typical day for you? 
um, how do you plan your day mm-hmm. and what, what do you normally do to make sure that you are satisfied at the end of the day and you reach your goals? Well, my, my, I plan my, I have months, my okay. months, I'm planned out for the months, okay. sometimes a quarter. So I know what just taking place every day of the day is certain things I have that I must require for me to do to be an effective CEO of several companies and yes. making sure everything is running efficiently, making sure the vision is out there clearly for all of the other leaders to make sure they're doing their part. So my day to day is not to manage, but is to lead. It's okay. the difference between management and leading. Managers, okay. they got to oversee everything, touch everything. Leaders is just basically giving a vision. You run out with it. You're responsible for the outcome, mm-hmm. and you set, you accept responsibility for it. I understand. And where did you learn your leadership skills, and uh, how you how are you constantly learning? What, what do you what do you, who do you turn to as your mentors, and where do you find them? Uh, well. I have requirements for mentors. Okay. Is that requirements before you approach them or they approach you? How does this work for you? For a mentor, you pretty much approach the mentor and say, hey, this is what I want to do. I I would love for you to mentor me. Uh Would you be interested in doing it? I have requirements. There's certain things, characteristics. What what kind of requirements are you thinking about? Like, say, for instance, I want someone to help me with my marriage. Okay. That person has to be married longer than I have. Okay, that's a that's a good question. Yeah, so you have yes. to be married. You got to have a successful marriage in okay. order for you to be able to mentor me on my marriage. Okay, that's one of the requirements. Business, you got to have you know success in business. Okay, not saying you have to have more success, or it's just you got to have some sort of track record, saying showing that you're consistent over time that you can mentor me on some things. Like I don't know everything about business, mm-hmm. so I need to be mentored. Someone may know social media marketing better than I know. Mm-hmm. Now I need that person. That person may be 19 or 20, and I may need that person to mentor me mm-hmm. on how to build my brand through social media. So I'll approach that person, mm-hmm. ask them would they be interested in doing it, you know, dealing with millennials. They, yeah. they, they haven't quite grasped the concept of mentorship yet. Mm. Millennials more, have not? Not yet, okay. no. How do you see that? What's the, uh, how do you see that they didn't... Uh, be- because it's such a, a fast pace. Some, when you come into uh, the entrepreneurs of a younger right. age, some of them experience success so fast. Okay. Do you, do you have a sto- an example, a story that you yeah. can share with us? Yes, I have a, a, a young gentleman that, um, it's a sad story. Yes. He was a, an investor. Okay. Um, I've been in the investment world. He was an investor in the financial investment world. He and his father gave him some money to invest. Mm-hmm. He took that money made some great investment. His father introduced him to his other friends. He uh, took that money, earned $1.8 million mm-hmm. within three months. Wow. He took that $1.8 million and blew that money fast, quickly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I used to have to I'd tell him, he'll be at the tailor, we'll shop at the same tailor where we get our suits, and I'll tell him, you don't need to spend your money that fast. He'd be like, but I have to look the part. I was like, you don't need to look the part. Take the money that you've earned, reinvest it back into your business. Right. Then when you have the sufficient income coming in for your business, then you can buy the suits and the Rolexes. Yes, yes, within, yes. I'll say within maybe 15 months, he was walking around with an ankle bracelet uh, because he got in some trouble, drunk wow. driving situation. my gosh. But I tried to guide him along the way, but he didn't understand the, you know, the mentorship. Right. That I was trying to supply him with. So I understand you have a met, uh, network of mentors that you work with. And exactly. And what about... Are you men? Are you mentoring someone right now? I have several people I mentor at okay. this moment. Yes. Okay. And what have you learned from that? Mentorship is about giving back. It's mm-hmm. more. I I look at it as a bucket. Okay. My mentors fill my bucket. Mm-hmm. 
my my bucket overflow and I pour into the people that I'm mentoring. Mm. So as in I make sure they're required to train someone else as well. So right. it's always giving back. There's nothing about there's several businesses that I've helped, but you would never know I helped those businesses because mm. I would never tell anyone. I would really? never take a picture with the person and say, that's why my mentors respect me because they, even though I'm around these influential people, right. I never ask to take a picture with them. Mm, okay. I never use their influence to build okay. my business. So for you, it's just uh, being part of the community, being part of the network, just not, not having not, notoriety? No, nah, it's not a yeah. notoriety. It, right. That doesn't do anything for me. I just get okay. the joy out of building businesses, being okay. successful, seeing them succeed. That's my joy. All the other stuff is minimal. I, I have an interesting point to make. In your Built to Prosper magazine mm -hmm. and the and the big and the empire that you're trying to build mm -hmm. uh, through several, where do you see the biggest opportunity for growth? Uh, where do you see your business going and where do you see yourself in five years? If you mm -hmm. can see that far, mm -hmm. like, are you thinking about those things and Absolutely. what kind of challenges you, you expect to have? Well, technology is the big thing in the next, any business, you gotta have okay. a, a, a technology component to your business. Right. We've been looking for a technology company to invest in for years. Technology company to invest uh, as far as they providing a service? They provide a service. We app? take our investment okay. capital and okay. we invest in that company. Either we okay. become partial owners of the company or we buy it outright, but they mm -hmm. still run it. Okay. So we're always looking for those opportunities when they, they come about. So okay. uh, technology is always going to be around. Okay. So always, it changes so fast because you can someone can show you a new idea mm -hmm. and it can be obsolete within 20 minutes. Yeah. And you're like, uh, good thing I didn't invest my money in that. So it's... <laughs> Finding the right opportunities, always being open, looking. Yeah. People are shocked by how aware I am of what's going on. What do you mean? That I know what's moving. I know who business is moving. I know how someone is doing this. Like, I know which people that say they're entrepreneurs. Yes. I watch everything mm. because I'm in business. I have right. to watch everything and how everything is moving. Some people, just say, for instance, someone writes a book, right? Right. This person gets happy. They, oh, I've written a book. I'm an author. They'll market their book for, eh, give them eight days. Eight After days? Eight days. Well, they just, okay. I, I, out of pure excitement, I'm giving them eight, the right. benefit of the doubt. Usually okay. it's two to three days. Okay. Eight days they market their book. You'll never see them market that book again. Right. And because they don't know how, they gave up, they didn't have guidance. What, what is it? They thought when they written the book, they thought everybody was going to buy the book. No, that's not true. They thought, <laughs> and, and the thing I can tell your audience, as an entrepreneur, 99.5% of your success, the income you earn from your business, is not going to come from anyone you know. Okay. Your family is not going to come from your family. It's not okay. going to come from your friends. Okay. 99.5% of the income you earn from your business is going to come from outside sources, people you never met before. Right. But who are looking for your solution. Exactly. To their problem. Exactly. And it's not your immediate friends, family, or anybody in your Oh, circle. your family's going to be like looking at you like you're a retard or something. Like, what is, you got your own business? You owe me $20. What do you mean you're starting your own business? So they're not very supportive of what you're doing. Right. And most people, your friends and family, they really don't respect your business. Right. Until their respect is no longer needed. I understand. Is that something you experienced? Absolutely. Is that... You came up through that, and this Absolutely. is every, from a... Every oh. entrepreneur I met uh, will tell you the exact same thing. So how do you keep going? How do you find a way to keep going when you see your biggest support network not there for you? How do you what is the juice for you 
that you keep going. I'm going to give you this is what I give my mentors. Any, any person I mentor, I'm going to give it to your audience so they'll understand. There's four stages, right, in business. When you start out in business, the first stage of opposition you're going to face is your family. Okay. They're not going to believe in your idea. Okay. Most people give up and quit because they were like, if my family don't support it, it must be not a good idea, so they'll quit. Mm-hmm. Stage two, you're going to face the opposition from your friends. Mm. Your friends, you're going to think, oh, these are my friends. They should support me. I, I've been supporting them, but they don't. And then they start to leave. Right. So you feel a sense of betrayal, disappointment in your friends? You, it, so you have opposition from your family, opposition mm-hmm. from your friends, okay. It becomes loneliness mm-hmm. because okay. you start to lose friends. Okay. They want your friends maybe just want to work a job. Okay. You want to be an entrepreneur. Right. Your mindset is much different than somebody who's just happy with working a nine-to-five. Right. Now you're starting to hang around people that's other entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Now the communication language, the barrier to communication becomes difficult. Okay. You and can't communicate with entrepreneur with somebody that's just happy with a nine-to-five. Right. No, you can't. You, ha- you have to uh, spend yeah. the time. You know, Jim Ron and uh, Jim Tony Robbins yeah, said, uh, you become an average of five people you spend the most time with. Absolutely. Have you... Do you, do you believe that? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And then the next opposition right. after your friends right. is yourself. Mm, yeah. Do you believe in yourself? Okay, that's a, that's a tough question. Do that's you a, believe yeah. in yourself? That's the third and most difficult stage. Because some people, you'll get past the first stage of family, uh, friends, okay, they, they were never my friends. Mm. Then you got to face that person in the mirror. Do that person it's believe? It's you. It's you, right? I mean, you, oh you look at them inside. And I understand that asking the tough questions of yourself sometimes is the most uncomfortable. Absolutely. It's the toughest because sometimes you don't like the answer. Absolutely. Is that, is that right? I haven't met an entrepreneur that I haven't cried. Mm-hmm. Have you cried? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Many a night. All right. What do you why? cry? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> that question why comes well, up. What, what do you cry about? What why? do you cry about? The, why? Qu- the question why comes up. Why are you doing this? Why are you why are you pushing? Why what, what do you is that what what's it? Because I want to understand your motivation. Okay. I want to understand because so this, far you have told us it's a position from your family, which yes. I understand. They're not on the same level. They have different goals. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And then once you get over it, it's mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. just tougher because mm-hmm. you, you know, this is the family you choose. Yeah. Third is you. Uh huh. Now, what's the. Uh, Resolution. What is the four? Because the juice right here. The crying piece portion of it is, as an entrepreneur, right. you're going to face something, an, uh, a financial hardship okay. that you never experienced in your life that can either make you or break you. Can you tell us an example, a story that personal? That yes, personal sounds- story. Yeah. I blew my first million dollars in business. Lost $1.4 million in business. Now, I can easily went back and say, you know, I'll go to corporate America, go back to the financial world and make a lot of money. Doing and that's that. part of what you do, too, as well, right? Yeah. Th- right. Th- that would be easy going to do that. Yeah. But building bigger after that, living with yourself, like, man, I lost that. How, how did I make that mistake? How did I put that money over there? Why did I give that opportunity? You start saying why. Mm, why? Okay. Only if my family supported me. Only if my friends knew I only and then you you just have a little cry moment and then as an entrepreneur you smack yourself and be like let's get back in the game and play this thing and go okay. forward that's that's the the joy of it right you know it's not about the you get past the stage when the money is no longer hmm. any motivation at all okay. it's just the joy of it like the joy of business 
Okay. Joey. Like my wife and I, we can stay up to four or five in the morning talking business. You can. And how does it feel that you have this business partner who you love? Who, uh -huh. I mean, it's, it must be an incredible feeling. And Absolutely. What are the challenges? What are the challenges that who, for the entrepreneurs who are working with their spouses? And well, you got to look at, one of the things I say is, I'm very cautious in my business partners as well. If you look at a person's marriage, right, if they can't, if they can't have a productive, good relationship to the person they're married to, how are they going to have a productive, good relationship with me if we're doing business together? And you're very inquisitive. You um, you watch like a hawk their relationship. Is that yeah, is that, is that your, one of your? Um, when I was in corporate America, this is a. a for those that are in corporate America, I'm going to tell you uh, something that is done to you when, you when you're reaching a certain level of VP, vice president level of a corporate America. What they do is they have a dinner party. Yes. And they say, bring your spouse. Okay. Bring your spouse part is just to see what type of person you are. So it's a test. It's a test. They're watching. They're not watching you. You can put on a good face every day, come in, smile happy, but they're watching your wife. When she's in a room... Does she shake people's hand? Mm. Does she look down? Mm. An abusive woman, when you shake her hand, she looks down at the ground. Wow. So these are certain things that was taught to me by my mentor. Okay. So I was like, why is these guys always ask me to bring my wife to a dinner party? And he explained it to me what it all entailed. So wow. I've learned from that, and I shared that with some of the guys I work with. It's like yeah. you, you want to build your wife up, not tear her down. Because okay. when you build her up and she's in front of an audience, she shines. Course, yeah. And that reflection show good on you. Yes, you can judge a man's character by the smile on his wife's face. <laughs> so you're a team. Yes, from start to finish. Start to finish. Start Absolutely. to finish, and you're in for each other. I have a, another question. What is your most humbling moment that you have experienced in your life that you can say, you know what, I've been brought down on my knees. Mm -hmm. This is what it is. What have you learned from it? And can you tell us if it's within? Most you know, humbling, what, 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 what most, you can share. most humbling experiences when one of my business partners turned against me, uh, and I wanted the best for him, his wife, and his children. I mean, I wanted the best. I wanted to make sure his kids was taken care of for the rest of their life. Okay. And something inside of him didn't feel he didn't feel like he was worthy of success, so he destroyed the business. I mean, he totally destroyed the business. And it hurt me so bad to where my business partner and my wife was like, let it go. I couldn't let it go because I couldn't understand why somebody would want to destroy something right. that someone has good intentions for them for. And then I realized that some people are afraid of success. Okay. They will sabotage it if they're not mentally prepared for it. Okay. And that's a humbling experience. A humbling experience for you because you never seen this before. Or I never, I never knew people was afraid of success until someone actually told me. Okay, so that so your business partner actually told you explicitly, yes. I'm afraid of success. This is why I'm sabotaging this. Exactly. What can you teach the audience how to handle it, how to recognize it, how to because if it happened to you, mm -hmm. it will happen to others. Absolutely. The thing is, you have to prepare yourself for success. You got to understand. Success has to be defined by you. You can't let anyone define success for you. Some people may say success is a big house, big car, da-da-da-da-da, things of that nature. If that's what you determine success to be, great. I may determine success by I want to go on vacation with my family every three weeks. 
I don't want to be bothered. That success to me. I want to eat at any restaurant, stay at any hotel I want to, and not be concerned about any money, and business goes on. That may be my success. Everybody's different. So once you determine what success means to you, now you have a, a vision. You can't force your business partners to accept your uh, definition of success. Okay. Let them determine it for themselves. And then if you find that person that say, this is where I max out at, at success, I may be comfortable earning $100,000 a year, leave them there. You find somebody that's comfortable with going to a million, someone comfortable going five, someone going 10. You find the people that be able to fill those roles. But if he's comfortable there, you just leave them there. It's very important. It's very useful information because mm. we don't think about those things. Yeah. But you have to uh, make sure you can manage that, your expectations of yourself and your business partners. Absolutely. I think clarity uh, comes very prominently here, right? Absolutely. Clarity of where you're going and where you're going together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right. It's, it's having a, a clear and concise vision. Okay. This is my goal may be to build legacy. That's what I'm more focused on. Right now? Yes, okay. I'm focused on legacy. People have different things, aspirations. Mine is legacy. What are the people going to say about me when I leave? Okay. What type of character they're going to say I was? What type of person? My children, what type of father they're going to say? Okay. My grandchildren, are they going to be happy that I was here? Okay. Most people don't know their grandfather or their great-grandfather yeah. because he never left them anything. Mm. I have a treasure chest for my children of journals. Journals uh, that you wrote? Yeah. I buy blank journals. I have maybe 15, 20 blank journals, handwritten with my hand signature. So is that letters to your children? No, it's just my thoughts. Okay. My thoughts, ideas, teachings, everything in these books. Because my kids or my grandchildren may never read my books. Yeah. They'll never get rid of my journals because it has my physical handwriting in it. Okay. Well, that, I, that's amazing. I think yeah. it's, it's, it's an amazing idea Yeah. because you live on. And, yeah. this, and, and they want to have this kind of connection with yeah. you, no matter who they are or where they are in life. I have another question. Yes, sir. So what is next for you? What is next for you in, a, you know, in your immediate plans as you're building yeah. up your business? What is something that you can share with us? And I also want to tell the audience where to find you Absolutely. so they can work with you and um, uh, see. Uh, the next, our next goal is to continue to build, build to prosper companies, to continue to work with the entrepreneurs and the leaders. That's... We're always going to be in that realm because it's more about building, helping others be successful. Get Built to Prosper magazine, internet, you know, it's already international, but we want to grow it bigger. Okay. We want it bigger than okay. what it is because it can help more people. We also uh, want to, uh, I'll say, the investment side of our business, the financial side of our business. Get more people to understand how to manage their finances because- okay. You meet many entrepreneurs that don't understand the business of managing finance. Personal finance? Personal or business. Okay. You can't have good personal finances and bad business. But it doesn't, you can't, that's an oxymoron. Right. So it has to be able to manage those finances in an efficient way so the business can go on without them and them not have to sacrifice their family for their business. Okay. And that's, that's something you, you want to see with entrepreneurs. You want entrepreneurs to say, I'm going to build this business. But I also don't want to sacrifice my, my family in the process. Mm. I don't want to sacrifice my health in the process. I don't want to sacrifice those important relationships in the process. Which is important to you, right? Which you Absolutely. Have, you Absolutely. Have, you have clearly stated that. I, yeah. I will burn the whole building down to keep my marriage. I've, I wouldn't have any hesitation about doing it. Well, you heard it here. <laughs> so this is what uh, Hashim's uh, plan is. To save his marriage, he will do anything. 
I will burn the whole building down to make sure that woman is happy and taken care of. Uh, because the business, I can we can always build it again. But if anything, this is the the, the mindset we came in together with. We're going into business together. Right. We're not going to outgrow each other. We're not going to let the money or anything come in between what we built. We built this to the, together, a legacy for us together. So you have to look at it that way or you burn the whole ship. I love it. This is this is incredible. And I'm Thank so happy you could share this with it because Thank this you. is hard fought, fought lessons that yeah, you have yeah. learned and you didn't just come with this, you didn't just wake up with these ideas. No, no. You, you paid the price. You have to. Can You, can, you have to pay something. Yeah. Those cries, those 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 cries that you come as an entrepreneur, yeah. know every tear that you cried as an entrepreneur, yeah. there's a reward on the other side of it. If you keep going. If you keep going. Yes. That's the, ju- that's the juice, isn't yeah. it? Keep if going. You stop is, uh, you so. just cried for nothing. <laughs> I, I want to invite you. Where can listeners find you Yes. Uh, so they can connect with you? Absolutely. Uh, what is the best way? And The best way you can yeah. go to www builttoprospercompanies.com or you can go to www.hashimfrancis.com you can reach me on Facebook Instagram those Google Plus all of the social media platforms I'm Hashim Francis I don't have any alibi names <laughs> just Hashim Francis that's who I am oh it's it's been incredible you Thank have you. you have distilled your knowledge in this quick 30 minutes and I'm sure Thank the you. listeners appreciate this I have learned quite a bit from you Thank you and I hope you continue to prosper and grow and come back again Absolutely thank you sir appreciate time. your time Thank you Hashim Now everyone thank you for your time and I'll see you next time